0: And my podcast is the perfect wrestling podcast. There's a guy named Hal, and there's Daniel, and this guy
1: Welcome back to Tights and Fights, the show that discusses wrestling with the sincerity and hilarity that it deserves. I'm Danielle, not fair to hair, Radford. I'm joined today by my fellow members of the Nation of Conversation, the Super Calc Party. Okay, that <laughs> might be my favorite. Lindsay Calc. Yay, 2019 is canceled. That's the best thing. That's going to happen all year. Holy crap, I love that. <laughs> um, and we have a special guest today, comedian and gentleman juggler, Tap the Mat, Ricardo. <laughs> hey, hey, hey. I'll take it. <laughs> Welcome to Welcome to and Fights, Matt. Thank you very much. Um, so before we get started kind of going over what happened in the week, whenever we have a new member of the Nation of Conversation, um, we kind of like to talk a little bit about their wrestling fandom. So how did you get into wrestling? How did you, what brings you to this?
0: Huh. I got into wrestling because in 1995, I bought a dodgy satellite dish from a street market, <laughs> which... <It's> the <laughs> British way. Um, which, Yeah, exactly. The British way. Um which gave me illegal access to Sky Television. And when I turned it on, they were advertising the 1995 King of the Ring, which just looked interesting. So I watched it, and it is, I think, roundly acknowledged to be the worst King of the Ring (laughs) in the history of wrestling. It was the one that was won by Mabel. (laughs) <laughs> um, but oh, I like it because I like interesting things. I like interesting things on television. You know, things that only happen once and are happening live. That's really exciting. So I kind of got into it. And then uh, 1996, uh, Bret Hart versus Shawn Michaels Iron Man match. That hooked me.
1: Nice, nice. Sense.
0: Well, it, it was kind of the more that I I watched it, the more I realized that that the world of wrestling and the world of what I do is like really similar. You know, I'm a variety performer, so my work draws from circus and comedy and street performing and vaudeville. And the more I watch wrestling, the more I realize they all sort of come from the same place, carnivals and music hall and stuff. They all work to blue-collar audiences, and they are both looked down on by people that haven't really engaged with them. Hmm. But then the closer you look... The more you start to realize that there's often some really high-level, nuanced, interesting theater happening, you know?
1: Yeah, totally. No, that's I, that is such a great comparison. I yeah. love that. Also, uh, to be fair, a lot of people in the U.S. are also illegally watching Sky TV for wrestling. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> almost. Say it ain't it's, so. I mean, almost any, almost any live illegal feed is probably going to be Sky TV. <laughs> yeah, always. <laughs> almost
2: not always. that I would ever condone or do such a thing. Yeah, I don't even know what that I, is. I wouldn't know where to start. I, I heard mean, that off the. You know, (laughs) from a dodgy man in a street (laughs) fit. I heard it from a man in a coat he had things to say
0: (laughs) I did it once I never did it again
2: Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. It's officially 2019.
1: What a segue. I'm good at my job. (laughs) So uh, that brings us to 2019, which means we have a whole year of wrestling to look forward to and a year of memories to reminisce on. But, of course, we do have to start um, with some really sad news um, just out of today. Legendary wrestling interview and personality Mean Gene Okerlund has passed away at the age of... uh, I was going to say 1976. At the age of 76. Matt, what do you what What's your what What do you think? What is your favorite Mean Gene memory? I mean,
0: it, I, it, honestly, I don't have a specific Mean Gene memory because he was the time I got into wrestling. He was working for WCW, which I wasn't watching, mm. so it took me a while to catch up with him. But what I get from him is he's just the archetypal straight man, right? He's like if if a computer was just there to feed gags off of somebody else. You know, he's just, he sounds like a grown up.
1: <laughs> yeah, and that is. He got to be the grown-up in the room yeah, he's when he's surrounded by all of these people in fancy costumes. What about you, Kelk?
2: Yeah, same actually. Um, I was trying to think about it when I read the news. I was really, it was really sad. I saw it on Twitter this morning, like everyone else, I'm sure. And yeah, it was just one. of those, It was. It hurt me more than I thought it would because um, mm-hmm. I don't think of Mean Gene, which sounds cruel at a time like this. But he's not someone I think of or think about. But as soon as I read the news, I was like oh, I'm really sad because he was always present. He was always there. Yeah, I think that that's the
1: thing with someone like Amin Jean where he is so woven into wrestling and into so many different eras of wrestling. He's like a foundation.
2: Yeah, and what a talent is that to be part of the fabric and, and not be the person that puts yourself over, but to be the person that holds things together and, like Matt says, is the straight guy that allows all the jokes to happen. Without him, you couldn't have the big moments. Um, And that's when I think that's what is missing sometimes, I think.
1: No, I actually, I absolutely think that that's missing sometimes. I think that we could all do with some more mean genes. Yeah,
2: 2019, be more mean gene. Be more mean gene,
1: man. Um, (laughs) Rest in peace, rest in power. Obviously, anytime anyone says mean gene, it was always great. I am like one of five people who watched Legends House and I loved
2: it. Six. (laughs) I I should have known. Why would I even? I should have known. I don't have a full-time job.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I know. Kel tried to add me on LinkedIn and I was like, for what? Neither one of us have jobs. I don't know what I was doing. We're both freelancers.
2: Uh, someone tried to add me. I'm like, fuck it. Let's just add some people. <laughs> I'm Radford in my network.
1: Job, self-employed, <laughs> hustling. Word counts. Um, <laughs> but yeah. So, um, yeah. Rest in peace, Mean Gene. Um, really sad. I think I also just read that Super Dave passed away. Ugh. Oh, like today. What? I think Stroud said uh. it.
0: This
2: is. This is not a good day. This is not, not, uh, yeah, not it's a grand day for wrestling. Not yeah, a good day for know. wrestling.
1: So we're going to try to move on to some happier news. Um, WWE had some big stories about what the new year will hold, including this.
2: Nonetheless, Santa Claus
1: has presents for all you little boys and girls. Matter of fact, the greatest
0: of all time, John Cena is back.
1: This was so goddamn weird. He's
0: back on Raw. He's back on SmackDown.
1: Listen to that. How about this one? Coming this year, we're going to have new tag team champions of the women's, the women's division. He can't even say the word. He can't even get the word. Out. He can't even a get red the red word "women's" division. out. He's so unused to saying the word "women." <laughs> you know that that's a dude that refers to ladies as girls or yeah. dames, yeah. And so he's so unused to referring to My grown mums. ass women.
2: It's not. It sounds like he's doing a Vince McMahon impression. It sounds like someone doing a Vince impression. Yeah. Honestly, honestly, the first time I saw it, I was like, "He's died, and they don't want to like." <laughs> bring out the news at Christmas Raw so they've just dressed someone up for Santa and had someone do a Vince impression (laughs) because that was so poor that was so poorly done woof what do you think Matt?
0: I think that in real life uh, Vince refers to women as divas (laughs)
1: Oh, I don't like it. Oh, man. I hate it because you're right. Um, But obviously, women's tag champions. So when that news dropped, Mm. I just texted Kelk. I was like,
2: they announced it. They did it. (laughs) And Kelk was on East Coast time, so she had been somewhat confused. But the second I saw the text, I knew what it was without without looking back. Yeah, I've been waiting for it since Evolution. Because when I did that sort of press junket with Steph, she said it was happening. So I have been on tenterhooks for t- three months now and finally it was announced by a man dressed up as Santa Claus randomly as part of a film segment
1: and you know that like 20 years before he'd be making jokes about the women sitting on his lap yeah
2: what a weird Oh, you know he was like get the Iconics in here get the. and they were like no, <laughs> no Vince, no, Vince we're, we're not we can't I'm no. so sorry. They are not available. <laughs> <laughs> they, like, oh no, no they're, not they're, around.
1: they're pre-taping their thing with The New Day. They can't. <laughs> oh, God. Which was yeah. fantastic. Um, but yeah, so women's tag team champions, that's amazing. Speaking of women and tag teams, uh, Becky Lynch teamed up with the returning John Cena and his weird ass hair <laughs> to beat <laughs> It's his <laughs> um, own character. It's so weird. Um, to beat Almas and Zelina Vega. Um, i love. this match what did y'all think yeah i really 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 enjoyed it yeah it was great i thought it was great i
2: loved
1: how hardcore cena put over becky lynch yes cena really Mm. really put her over
2: super respectful just let her have it and just go with it he didn't roll his eyes he didn't diminish her in any way when she walked out onto the ramp it felt like when she, when she invaded Raw, and I was like, oh, she's going to kill him. Like yeah. You believe it, right? You believe that she's going to kill this man. You
1: genuinely believe that she's going to yeah. grab him by the hair and then throw him into an armbar. Yeah,
2: someone needs to. So- but I mean, I, I was sad to see Zelina and Andrade lose again. I'm going to say that for Julian, because Julian can't say it, so I'm going to say it. Um, but I guess it was great to same. see them in that spot. It was great. Oh, man, Zelina's headgear shut. Oh, she
1: looks amazing. Up? That coat, come <laughs> on. What do you think, Matt?
0: Yeah, loved it, loved it. And and fantastic that John Cena seemed to genuinely enjoy being in the ring with Becky. Yeah. You know, he yeah. was really enjoying that that she was so over and she's just stepped the fuck up. and And anything that ends with Becky Lynch throwing John Cena out the ring,
2: and doing that, you can't see herself. me in his oh, face. Oh, so, yeah. so beautiful. They both did was it me as well. They, they both looked like they couldn't even keep their shit in. They were having such a good time. Oh, my God. She when, couldn't keep that grin off her face. Yeah. When Becky got in the ring and people started, like, chanting for her,
1: she was about to fucking cry. And she held it together because she's a professional. But I was about <laughs> so to fucking great. cry, too. We're
2: all going to cry, Rebecca. It's Okay. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh i love her i love her i love her and i could stand to see i love the last kicking but i'm also ready for some ask I, yeah you know how i feel about intergender um i want it so <laughs> raw actually started with a full match instead of a 20 minute promo guys <laughs> crazy so we had dolph ziggler versus drew mcintyre in a steel cage how did y'all feel about yeah. Thank you, know, know, Lindsay. Yeah, it was good. <laughs> and thank you, Matt.
2: <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't <laughs> feel bad about it. I just, like, I mean, I enjoyed it. It was a good match. I just, I don't know if I care enough about this feud as I'm supposed to. And that's not a, to diminish the work that either guy is doing. I think they're both doing really, doing really well with what they've got. I just don't especially care that much about it. And that's maybe on me. But I just feel like it's something nah. I've seen. I don't know. I'm ready for fresh new stuff. We were promised fresh new stuff. I don't know if anyone remembers. It was a week ago. We were promised fresh new stuff. <laughs> well, remember, um, they introduced like us to fresh new stuff by bringing out all of the McMahons. <laughs> so I don't know.
1: This is exactly what I expected. I mean, I expected. at least Shane
2: got some fresh new jeans. So that's all I care about. <laughs> um, and I, yeah, I didn't, I didn't not enjoy the match. I thought it was a good match. Of course, it was going to be a good match. They are two fantastic workers yes. in a steel cage. Bring it on. Um but I just didn't really care as much as I could have. Yeah, That's fair.
0: And I liked, I liked how sort of dominant he was at the end of the match. And I hope that kind of carries on. Mm-hmm. You know, he needs, Agreed. he needs to be just walking around killing people.
1: Yeah. Yes. Absolutely. And we're, not, we're not quite
0: there yet with it.
1: No, absolutely. I super, I super agree with that. Um, so, Apollo Cruz, he's a man. Yeah. He remember when he was one of the best people on the indie circuit y'all remember that i remember that Mm -hmm. i remember that real big um so do we think that his stock is going to improve in 2019 or is he just going to keep
2: floundering i don't know what the plan is i don't know that there is a plan and i need there to be a plan yeah he's a man who needs he's not the man with the plan he's a man who needs a plan
1: he's too good right he's too good for what he's doing right now and i I i mean i'm sure that it's great for him um, to like make money and and all that stuff, you know. Yeah. Uh, but it, it's 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 definitely of the call ups. He is one of the most yeah. disappointing to me.
2: Well, I feel like they've never given him a character or a storyline. They gave him Titus in lieu of a character, um, which I Where's think Jimmy, is something it, work. it can. But it's something they're so guilty of, especially when it comes to wrestlers of color. They've done the same thing with Leo Rush. You know, it's like, oh, let's just throw another person at you instead of actually giving you a character. And maybe it's working better there, but I think they're so guilty of it. Instead of being like, let's think of a character. Let's just throw all these people together because we don't know what to do with them. Mm -hmm. And they do it with the women, too. It's like, oh, we don't know. So, like, can you just all get together and figure it out? And I think Apollo Crews needs more help. He needs character. He needs story building. He needs something around him. He can't just be smiley good guy who's a good wrestler.
1: Yeah, like Smiley Good Guy, yeah. who's a good wrestler, <clears throat> or a Good Guy, who's a good wrestler, that was Brian Danielson. Yeah. And then he found the yes, and then he became a wrestling character, Daniel Bryan. Yeah.
2: So I don't know. I, I think he's fantastic and underserved daily. I would love to see what. I would love to see a plan. <laughs> There's no plan, but I'd love to see the plan. I'd like to see the file. I'd like to see the Apollo, <laughs> Apollo Crews file, please, sir. A man with a plan. <laughs> <laughs> Aww. <laughs> oh. Um So Vince and
1: Triple H spent the last two weeks firing up one competitor on each show to go after the world title. AJ Styles on SmackDown and Seth Rollins on Raw. Starting with Seth, do y'all see him winning the Universal title? Oof.
0: <laughs> I'd like to say yes. And... At- and I'll leave it there. Yeah.
2: <laughs> 2019 <laughs> is a year of optimism and hope, so I appreciate that. Is, is it though? It's, is gonna, it? it's got to be. Is it?
0: Oh, is it? Jesus.
2: Um, it's got okay, to be. Okay,
0: then yes, yes, he's going all the way. No, he's not. He's not. No. He's. No. Oh God, I hate myself for being so cynical, <laughs> but it may. It's so hard not to be. It, it, it's Braun Strowman, right? Yeah.
2: I mean, probably. because Vince probably. likes big
0: guys, and he's well, a big guy, and, and, and that's how many all times he is,
2: is. Lost. Like he's lost to Brock once already twice already I don't know he definitely lost three times three times three times the charm (coughs) Um, so sure let's see a match we've seen before that is always fun Um, I'd love Seth to get the belt and start moving it around and doing some stuff I was a little confused that it was like yep his thing with Dean is done now (laughs) and I was like oh Oh. is it oh Oh. Oh." god yeah Okay, <laughs> um but yeah, I, yeah, so yeah, we're gonna use a a man's actual cancer diagnosis to kick off a feud, but now it's done, so shush, go and sit in your corner Kelk. and I was like, okay um, <laughs> yeah I, I'm, I'm i I'm with Matt, I want to believe it's true, I want to believe in fairies. <laughs> I agree. Like, I also I also would like that. That would be fun. Yeah. Um. <laughs> <laughs> remember a few weeks ago when we were like, this Finn, the, this burying Finn in all these matches and getting him crushed is because they're definitely setting him up for the big win <laughs> and now I'm like, Wait, where did Finn go? Where's Finn? Apart from like in a wood making wishes, according to his yeah, Instagram. Yeah, he's in the forest. Like Hang that's it literally out. the best. His best route to success now is sitting in a wood and making wishes. <laughs> it's just, like, what is wrong with this company? Look, uh, Finn, you bet you look. You better see if you can ride Becky's coattails. Yeah, you know how much she oh, loves yeah. you. Yeah, no, I know. You are- oh, how much would you watch that intergender match? The man and the demon. Oh, I want it. I want it it bad. Ah, I want it so bad. (laughs) Sorry. I've just taken this script and run with it. Uh, Fuck it. Um, (laughs) So what what do we think
1: this energy could mean now for AJ that he's going to face Daniel Bryan again?
2: Um, Yeah, he's going to do that. I really wanted Mustafa Ali to win that match, but that's not the question you asked me. Um, I don't know because... It's the same storyline on two shows at the same time, and that always makes me mad. It always makes
1: me nervous. Yeah,
2: because uh, it means creative took a whole bunch of time off over the holidays. Um, I don't know. I was kind of hoping that the news for AJ was going to be we're moving you to Raw, but it wasn't. It was punch me in the face, you bad boy, um, which he kind of did. <laughs> that uh, kinda that kinda sounds did. real sexy. <laughs> yeah, punch me in the face, bad boy. <laughs> Sorry, you guys. Um... Yeah, I I don't know, because I don't see him winning it back.
1: No, I think they're going to keep it on Daniel for a yeah. while.
2: I still want that artisanal belt. Yes. Where is the organic <laughs> belt that I was I promised? want to know yes. that belt's carbon footprint, and I want to know what Daniel is doing to offset it. <laughs> I want this immediately, because it's leather, right? I believe so. Belted leather is real leather. Are those diamonds real diamonds? Are they conscientiously mined diamonds? I have questions. Are they lab diamonds? I have questions for you, Daniel. Hmm. I don't know.
0: If I may, you may. Right, (laughs) thank you. (laughs) What exactly is AJ Styles' character?
1: Uh, It's AJ Styles. I'm AJ Styles. I mean,
0: (laughs) as as far as as far as I can see it, and I've only been watching wrestling since 1995. um, (laughs) AJ's character is he's got a catchphrase and some gloves with his name on. Yeah. And mm-hmm. and in the ring he is superbly elegant. Yes. But in every yes. other aspect of his life he is a
2: clumsy fucker. Yeah. Basically. <laughs> yes, that is. Yeah. Yeah. He's also he's got so, so many things with his name on like his children and his body. Yeah.
1: He really oh, likes that. Yeah. He really He'll likes it. He'll never AJ. forget it.
2: He'll never forget his Thank name. Thank God. <laughs> Well, it's like, he
1: doesn't drink, he doesn't party, so... Ugh.
0: I just want there to be some some character, because that whole punch-me-in-the-face thing was so weird and nothing. It was nothing. Yeah. And it was just AJ being, I'm a nice man, AJ, and then Uncle Vince was rude to him, yep. and then... Suddenly he's all heavy breathing and running his hands through his hair.
2: That's not a character. I mean it's lovely hair. It is great You hair. can't really he's, knock he's him got for that.
0: Stupid hair. <laughs>
2: it's, it's too long. It's too long. And I will fight him to the death about an interview he gave recently where someone asked him what he used and he was like, "Oh, I don't know, whatever's in the hotel." Fie. Oh, oh, Fie, knows. sir. Fie. that's to- That's such a lie. Um, also, just as a side note, it uh, turns out that punch in the face thing, just in case anyone's interested, does work because my uh, great uncle Len did it to my cousin uh, on New Year's Day uh, about 1992, could have been earlier actually, could have been 89 uh, when he, was, he used to be a featherweight boxer and he wanted my cousin to be a boxer, so he goaded him into punching him in the face. And my cousin did and knocked him out and uh, didn't go on to be a champion wrestler. But, turns <laughs> out, that's like a, every time I see Vince trying to goad someone to punch him in the face, I'm like, that's legit. That is what <laughs> <actually something> <laughs> they do. And it's, it's a lovely flashback. Uncle Len, sadly, no longer with <sighs> us. Um, but every time they do it, I'm like, you're doing it again you're doing it again and it is in lieu of character building it's in lieu of having an actual storyline yeah
1: and like, and i love i love aj everyone knows i am i am hardcore team gazelle but like
2: his character is you liked me on the indies and now i'm back you know i'm cool and it's i think to a certain section of the audience and the fandom it's I'm just like you. I'm a good old boy from Georgia who just does some fighting and then goes home to my family, but I'm just like you. Because he's so mm-hmm. blank that they can just project onto him, if that makes sense. That, you know. And I don't mean that in a negative mm-hmm. way. He's like yeah. the Bella Swan of wrestlers. Yeah, he's, <laughs> he's like a fashion wheel. You know, it's like, he's me. He's just like a build-your-own wrestler, but he is your own wrestler. He's like my pet wrestler. Like if they made a life-size movie with the doll, but it was a wrestling doll, it would it be, would be AJ. AJ Styles. Yeah,
0: he's just a fucking action figure.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly.
0: Yeah, uh, I want more.
2: Yeah, we deserve more. Quite frankly. I am going to be that entitled wrestling true. fan. We deserve more. <laughs> we des- yeah, we don't. We don't deserve anything.
1: No, we don't. Um, speaking of another thing, automatic
2: rematches for titles are done. <laughs> it's done. We're, make- we're making changes. We're going to have a new fresh WWE. We're taking away the one thing that actually kind of makes sense. Have that, you <laughs> bastards. Honestly, every time they mention it, I'm losing my mind. Because they're like, no, nope, you don't deserve it. I'm like, it's literally the one rule in this company, apart from one, two, three three and that get fudged on the regular it's the one rule this company that kind of makes sense. it kind of makes it feel like <laughs> yeah, a sport. you get a rematch that's a sport thing and they're like yeah but welcome to 2019 vince's Fantasyland. i don't know what to do with this news is it just me that feels like this is the one thing that didn't need to be taken away yeah
1: i feel like they they're, they're fixing things what ain't broken yeah
2: yeah and there's yeah. so much broken there's so much broken. Because the thing is, is
1: like we already know that there's still going to be rematches because that's how y'all work.
2: Yeah. Creative is currently shitting themselves because like that is 37% of our job has just been taken away. Now we have new things to do because at least they were like, well, at least we get the rematch for the next pay-per-view. Now they've got to find new things to do. Creative are very upset about this news. <laughs> what do you think, Matt?
0: Yeah, I completely agree. It, it's a rule that was there to create a story so and, and the one thing they're not good at as we have slightly touched on is fucking <laughs> stories
2: <laughs> it's a concern Ugh.
0: it's yeah you know, it's all messy
2: it is all
1: messy we're gonna do something fun we're gonna close out with some good news from beyond wwe the young bucks cody and kenny omega have confirmed that the new promotion all elite wrestling is real ah! and presumably coming sometime this year yes
2: this yeah. is exciting. <laughs> this, this is really a, exciting.
1: I always like, you know, what new promotions, a new a competition is always a great thing. Yeah, people having more options is always a great thing. Yeah, um, I'm, I, I'm really excited to watch Cody just go full on headlong into standing into his father's legacy. Yeah,
2: totally. And I feel like if anyone can do it, they can do it because they've, they are. I think, I mean, arguably some of the most successful indie performers of all time. Hmm. box for sure. Cody's new, but he just ran with it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think if anyone can do it, they can do it. I think they're really smart. The way that they have created their model by using YouTube, the way that they have, Yes, the way absolutely. that they've created their merch, their storylines, their show. Um, I'm very curious to see how it works. If it's a touring brand, if it's just going to be pay-per-view events, if it's going to have what kind of TV it's going to have. You know, it's got a ton of money. There's a strangely enough, a billionaire with a ton of money. Yep. Just saying, let's play. And call me crazy, but I think a billionaire from a football team playing with wrestling is probably going to be a lot more fun and successful than a wrestling billionaire playing with football. Well, let's not get a hell of ourselves, Kelk. Yeah, I mean, I I will eat those words when the XFL is uh, up and running. I hate it. I hate it. Uh, I hate it so much. Um, But I'm so excited about this, and I'm very excited about (laughs) Double or Nothing because I'm choosing to believe, even though they're announcing it in Jacksonville, right next door to a Smackdown taping. Oh. (laughs) Those sneaky bitches. They're so petty and I love it. Um, But I choose to believe that the poker graphic on the Double or Nothing means it's going to be in Vegas because I want to go. I want to go. I want to go.
0: Yeah, the same as you guys, I'm kind of enthusiastic and curious about it. It's kind of a bit of a a blind spot in my wrestling uh, consumption Mm. because God, there's so much fucking wrestling to watch every (laughs) week. There's so much
1: wrestling, my dude.
0: So, you know, I I watched all in and I thought it was fine. I thought it was perhaps more important as a symbol of what could be done than an actual show, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, I'm, 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 I'm super curious. I do I mean, look, you people are younger than me.
2: (laughs) I don't know if that's true. I don't know if that's
0: true. (laughs) It's definitely true. Trust me. Um, Like put together, you're younger than me. Um, (laughs) Do I have to start watching all the YouTube stuff? Yeah. Because that's what I feel is lacking is that, because what I like about wrestling is the storytelling, the ongoing yeah. stories. Oh, so have I got to start watching the YouTube? Treat thing? yourself.
2: Seriously. It's I find being the elite a joy. I, I do. I the same. Because it's wrestlers telling stories that they are genuinely engaged with and love. And the fact that they've been able to take their YouTube, their scripted YouTube show, and feed it into their matches across various promotions, I think is genius.
1: Yeah. Being the elite definitely holds the weight of storylines across yeah. like f- a bunch of promotions. You're yeah. absolutely right.
2: It told the Kota uh. Kenny story. It told the Cody Healton and Back Again story. Mm. I mean, they've what they've achieved with a 10 minute YouTube show is insane.
1: Yeah, so true story. You should get on that. I promise, it's really good. And finally, so this weekend is Wrestle Kingdom thirteen. We are gonna be breaking mm-hmm. down the biggest international wrestling show in the world next week. Um, but there are tons of matches on this card. So what matches are all is everybody looking forward to? Um I am very much looking forward to Ibushi versus Osprey.
2: Yes, 100%. Yes. That's my highlight match already. I know it. And I'm so excited.
1: Yeah, I'm super pumped. I can't wait to see whatever weird-ass thing Jericho does.
2: Because <laughs> you know he's going to do something fucking yeah, weird. This it's his new thing that he does. Well, it's not new, but it's this thing that he's been allowed to do out from under the thumb of Uncle Vince, and I'm yeah. enjoying it. Yeah, And I mean, obviously, um, the Kenny match, I'm sure, is going to be incredible. I'm really curious to see what's going to happen with the Kenny match because his contract is up at the end of January. Yeah, me too. So that's going to be very telling and very interesting, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, and what else is on there that I'm excited about? Um, the Okada JY, White, I think, will be interesting. I agree. It's weird not having Okada in the main event of Wrestle Kingdom. Isn't it kind of weird? Doesn't it's it weird. feel weird? My sweet baby Okada, I do love him. I love him hard. I want to give him a big hug. Big, big hug. Big yeah. Um, but no, I, I think the whole thing is going to be good. I, I'm really interested to see if Cody drops his belt. Oh, to Juice. Yeah. yeah. I was there when you won at the Long Beach show, and everyone was like, what? Um, so, yeah. I mean, and with them leaving for, or, I mean, or leaving or not leaving, that's what we're going to find out, I guess, to focus on AEW. Um, it's whether or not they all drop their belts and yeah. go their separate ways. So, yeah, I think the um, tag team match is always a good one. The Triple Threat um, tag team is going to be amazing. Mm-hmm. I just, I'm, I love Wrestle Kingdom. I just think it's a lot of fun.
0: Yeah, big time. I and mean, obviously Ibushi Osprey is going to be a thing of elegant beauty. Um, Kenny and Tanahashi is going to be great. Uh, look, <laughs> you're going to hate me. Ba- ba- back in the day, I was the biggest Jericho fan. But at the moment, he just looks stupid. It's he funny. looks stupid with his, his stupid hat funny. and his stupid makeup. <laughs> and you know who Jericho is? Right? Like Jericho is the dad that insists in playing bass in his kids' band.
1: Oh, (laughs) wow. Yeah, he came came early to pick you up
2: from the school disco uh, because I was like, oh, I didn't know I was going to be this early. Uh, Maybe I'll just throw out a few tunes. The truth of this
1: hurts me so much right now. Oh, it's oh, so upsetting. Oh, I'm just going to have to sit sit in how uncomfortable I am. Yeah. With that, <laughs> with that incredibly apt description. Um, let us know your thoughts about your weird uncle, uh, <laughs> your weird Uncle Jericho, um, and the things we've talked about so far at Facebook.com slash group slash Tights Fights and at Tights Fights on Twitter and Instagram. When we come back, we'll look back at all the wrestling news and events from 2018. That's up next on Tights and Bites. Hi, I'm Dave. Hi, I'm Graham. And we're two house DJs who have been trapped inside our drum machine. We love it here, and we'd love if you stopped by and visited us every week on On Stop Stop Podcasting Podcasting Yourself here on MaximumFun.org. We're just a couple of doofuses from Canada. And listen to our show or perish. (laughs) Stop podcasting yourself (laughs) on MaximumFun.org. Fights and Fights. I'm Danielle Radford, and I'm joined today by... Lindsay Kell. And... Matt Ricardo. Yay! This week, we want to give one area of the wrestling world some extra attention. This is our main event. Let's get ready to rock. Yeah! Whoa! Oh! Now that we're officially in 2019, let's take a look back at some of the biggest things in wrestling that happened in 2018, both from WWE and internationally. Um, so we're not looking, we're not doing any order or anything, mm-hmm. we're just kind of uh, spitballing. So... Lindsay,
2: what is one of your biggest moments from last year? Uh, predictably for me, it's going to be Evolution. On October 28th, over 50 women, then, now, and forever, will participate in an event called Evolution. And that event, I am privileged to announce, will be the first ever all women's pay per view. You know, in and of itself, looking back, it's really interesting to see how it may have been kind of a band-aid baby afterthought. Um, But the event itself and being there was genuinely, genuinely one of my wrestling highlights of my whole life. It was such a positive experience, full of awesome people, just there to have a good time. It was ridiculous. It was just like... It was just so nice. Like, when is wrestling nice? People were just hugging each other and, like, taking selfies with each other and, like, having a lovely time. Um, Obviously, there was a small area of the crowd that apparently was less, a slightly unsavory element, shall we say. But I didn't encounter that at all. I was very lucky. And I just think it was so such a great experience and everyone was pumped all the women I interviewed that weekend and talked to about it because I wrote about it for a magazine in the UK everyone was so excited they were like it feels like Christmas it's just so much it means so much to them and that helped I think communicate how much it meant to us Um, and you know it heralds the age of the man so yes I'm down for it I don't know if they're going to do it every year I want to get to a place where we don't need it every year but until we don't need it every year Give it to me. I will take it.
1: Yeah. Put it, put it in me. Yeah. Put it, put yes, it, on, please. My, put it on my finger. Punch me in the face. <laughs> Punch me in the <laughs> face. You bad bad boy. Um Yeah, for me, obviously, that was such a big one thing. Daniel Bryan coming back. Yes. Um, was huge and tear-jerkery. And over the last two months, I've asked WWE to re-look at my case. And they sent me to the best neurologist all over the country. And all of these neurologists, every specialist, every doctor I've seen has said the same thing, and it is this, you
2: are cleared.
1: And again, I I love this new direction. I love asshole Seattleite, (laughs) Daniel Bryan. It is definitely one of my favorite things. The S.H.I.E.L.D., obviously, you know, we can't talk about The S.H.I.E.L.D. without talking about Roman Reigns Mm -hmm. and everything that happened with him and, you know, still wishing him good luck on his journey. Um, I know it's going to be really rough for his family and for all of his boys. But, you know, his movie Aquaman opened really (laughs) well. His his movie opened much stronger than anticipated. (laughs) So that's great. That's good. And then just the man of it all. And, you know, Ronda Rousey was also there. She was. She was a person that, Yeah. She was a great way to put the man over. Yeah.
2: yeah. So sure. that. And still- eyes on the product. Eyes on the product. Eyes on the That's product. That's
1: what she is. Yeah. Yeah. Makeup on the product. Um. Sorry. <laughs> the, the makeup was bad, guys. Um, Matt, what were your, some of your, the things that stuck out for you?
0: Yeah, I mean, I don't want to, re- you know, we're all saying the same things, but um, Becky fucking Lynch. Because wrestling is about moments, right? And yes. often. Unplanned, unscripted moments where mm-hmm. things the universe aligns, and you go, fuck, this moment right now is amazing. And for me, the, the the standout wrestling thing of the year is Becky Lynch standing in the crowd, covered in blood, after just mm. laying out the entire roster, eyes half closed, like she is fucking high from the violence.
2: A humiliating moment for Monday Night Raw attacked here tonight
0: on its own show.
2: Becky's proud of herself. She delivered, there's no doubt about that. If the man wanted to send a message to Ronda Rousey, she delivered loud and clear.
1: The question is, will this annihilation continue Sunday at Survivor Series? Led by what has become a personal, a vicious war between Ronda Rousey and Becky
0: Lynch. <laughs> and you go, yeah, she's a star for the next 10 years, no question. You yeah. know, that's, that moment sealed it.
2: Yeah. Um, obviously, All In yeah. being as huge as it was, yeah. now leading to its own Although promotion. it is weird, because when I think about All In now, and it was interesting when what Matt said about it being fine and being something that was symbolic of what was happening in the industry, which... I was like, oh, was it? Because I really enjoyed it. But now when I think about it, the one thing I think about more than anything else is the penis druids. And that feels weird because it was a really fun show and I enjoyed <laughs> watching it at the time, but now I'm like, penis druids. <laughs> <That's> and, and <laughs> I feel like it shouldn't be that, but I mean, it, it was important and I did enjoy it. I, it. For me, NXT was just had such a killer year.
1: It really did, especially after I think we all were kind of feeling like it was going through a rebuilding because there had been so many good people that had been moved up and then subsequently forgot on the main. Yeah. roster that um, <laughs> it did feel like NXT was going to be going through a rebuilding period and they were like hey you thought
2: yeah no, and when I tried to pick my favorite matches, it was all NXT. I mean, I'm terrible at remembering specific matches. I remember moments of matches Hard and sin. they go, you guys, there's one thing that happened. Uh, um, but when I looked at it, I was like, wow, the ladder match at TakeOver was incredible. Anything Adam Cole did was incredible. Anything Dream did was incredible. Yes. Everything Gargano and Champa did. And that's without even thinking Aleister about Black, the Gargano-Almost like, yeah. match, which was matches, which were amazing with Zelina and Candice Beautiful bringing program. it. Beautiful program. Everything Alistair Black did. It's just, it's ridiculous how much talent is on that roster right now and what a great year they've had. British Strong Style, Pete Dunne coming in and just killing it. Ricochet. We haven't mentioned Ricochet. We haven't even mentioned Sweet the Ricochet Jesus. Jesus. Yeah. It's yeah. just <laughs> crazy how good NXT is right now. And I think that that also goes to show...
1: Because like we said, there is so much fucking wrestling, but that you can have so much talent on the main roster, so much talent on NXT, so much talent on 205, and yet still be able to have something like an all-in. Yeah. With all of the talent that they have there. How it's crazy is that? Amazing. And everything, you know, everything happening in New Japan. Like it's. Yeah. There were um, some
2: amazing matches in New Japan this year as well. I mean, there always are. I know that's not yeah. news to anyone. The G1 this year, because I was in the UK for most of the G1. So I was able to watch a lot of it live. And it I fell completely back in love with New Japan over the G1 this year.
1: Uh oh, I'm, I'm kind of jealous about that, getting to watch you it You should live. be.
2: I don't feel good about it because I'm, <laughs> I'm trying to work out how I can be there all of next year because <laughs> it was watching the Kenny Ishii match live was just like, I was doing stuff. You have stuff to write another And I had book. to stop doing stuff. I've written so many, Danielle. I know. You write like 12 <laughs> books a day. It's a thing.
1: <laughs> Minimum. You <laughs> stop writing so many books. Um, and then, yeah, you, Kenny Omega winning the IWGP championship, which is huge. Uh, was it 10 pounds of gold, which I'm actually really enjoying? Yeah. The NWA, world's heavyweight champion, has always had the responsibility of traveling the globe. On this day, the champion and the famous 10 pounds of gold
0: returns to the city of angels, to Hollywood.
2: Another great kind of YouTube-y Thing. Well, I'm interested to see how that goes too, with wrestlers taking what the bucks have done and developing it and uh growing it and and doing the similar things cuz not many people have.
1: Um is there anything else <laughs> anybody else wanted to wanted to touch on for this this major year? Man, no, there was good just things. Yes.
2: Please, yes, good please. things. Good things. Let's keep it posy. Silence. No, no, no. We're no, no, no. <laughs> just being polite. We're so polite over here. Um, I yeah, The British Invasion show is problematic because we're all being too polite. It's such well, an and issue. I'm also from Seattle, which is basically I know, like... you're one of us. We, we, we cursed you with our weather patterns and I apologise. It's not the same plane, people. Um... But yeah, I i mean, the matches specifically when I was looking back, um, anything Ibushi did, basically, I'll watch Kochi Ibushi do his dishes. Uh, I don't uh, care. For real, though, I'll, I will watch that yeah, show. Yeah, put it on, put it on, take all my money. Um, I really loved the... Um, I mean, I so I loved it. I'm going to have to have a... But but the Marty Skull um, Osprey match at Sakura Genesis, mm. where it was amazing until I thought Will Osprey had died, and yeah. Then I was worried. But that match, right up until I thought he was going to die, actually have died legitimately on, with, die. in front of my eyes. Um, I thought that was a fantastic match. I love watching those guys. I love watching these guys who have wrestled each other so many times, but can still make it fresh and exciting yes. without being predictable. Mm. And I think that's something that we've really been treated to this year with British Strong Style coming through, um, with NXT UK. Who knew that that was going to be... Who knew? I would like to talk to Trent Seven about the tightness of his trousers. I would. <laughs> I, I don't know if anyone saw him at the BBC Sports Personality of the Year Awards, which was amazing that they were there. That was so cool to see. We need to have a little chat about his trousers. But just to see all these wrestlers who have been working together for so long, and we're seeing it in NXT now with Undisputed Era coming mm-hmm. up and Ricochet, all these guys that work PWG together for so long. It's so exciting and it, for it to not feel stale, for it to feel exciting and new is awesome
1: yeah and that's just it, it, it really goes to show like how deep the talent pool is in wrestling right now i know so many people are freaked out about you know what's gonna what's gonna happen now when like uk mm-hmm. wrestling it's like don't worry it will be fine yeah it will sur- wrestling survives you'll yes. find new faves We hope, I I really want that to be
2: true. I am slightly worried about you, (laughs) Kim. It'll be fine. There's always, look. It's like, no, you can have these super flexible contracts. Wait a second. Just kidding. Just kidding. (laughs) Sit down, progress. Sit down. Um, (laughs) They're going to be
1: okay. I have to believe it. Um, So, what would you say, Matt? What would you say your hope is um, for wrestling this year?
0: Who boy. Um, (laughs) I I mean,. One of the things I have sort of noticed and, and been, been happy to notice over the last year, and I guess a bit before that too, is, you know, 20 years ago, and I know it's going back quite a long way, but 10, 20 years ago, if you say wrestler to someone that doesn't watch wrestling, the image in their head is of a very specific kind of red necky mm. big jacked white guy. Mm-hmm. And I kind of really love, as particularly in places like NXT, where... The roster is just so full now of touches of color and touches of queerness and just different versions of what a man and a woman used to look like in wrestling.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Does that make sense? Yeah, Absolutely. no, that's so, perfect. so I want that to, you know, I want that to continue. I, I, I want it to, I want the rosters to represent what my world looks like a little bit more.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And and it it seems to be happening, you know.
2: You're so right. I mean, I remember watching, um, I remember it because it was like four days ago, but when I watched the (laughs) women's four-way, Fatal Four-way on NXT for the number one contender, and there was only one white woman in that ring. Everyone else was of mixed ethnicities, and it was incredible because I was like, oh, look. It's the real world. <laughs> um, and obviously that one white woman was Lacey Evans, the whitest of women, who we'll talk about another time, I'm sure, because I have some oh. issues there I would yeah, like we've to got... discuss.
1: Yep, um, yep, yep,
2: yep. Got oh, some no. problems
1: with that uh, coming up to the main roster as it is. Speaking of, I mean, Effie uh, uh, has a,
2: has been subtweeting the fuck out of her since uh, she got I'm announced the call I'm not keen. Out. I'm not keen. But... At the same time, the actual match and the representation in the match was important and what we're working towards.
1: Yeah, I just let's continue to do better. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, there there was that discourse around, you know, Naya pointed out that in that tweet that WWE put out that they didn't include any women of color and it's amazing to me and it's something I still have to remember that it's like women of color will always go down we will always be the first ones to stand up for all of the women but when we stand up for ourselves suddenly it's oh it's the race card and oh Naya's just jealous and it's like Naya didn't say it was about her no. Naya was like there needs to be there's no good reason why Asuka shouldn't have been included no, in it that. was
2: handled so poorly it was handled by very everyone involved
1: uh, the yeah. fans online were handling it poorly yeah. it was very poorly done these are the things that happen I think it, it, it demonstrates When you don't have enough people of color in the back. Yes. Because if there were more people of color in the back, someone would have caught that. Yeah. You know,
2: because that basically, I mean, I'm making assumptions, but that comes down to the dude, the social network dude who put together that one collage and just picked his faves from that. Yeah. Seemingly. I, I don't believe it was bigger than that. In the, I don't believe it was an intentional attack on people, but that in itself then is huge. Exactly, because exactly. Like, because it oh, wasn't just you made that choice on your own without thinking through what your actions meant. Exactly. But yeah, so that's for me seeing
1: the good that's come, but knowing that we still have further to go, and having this reminder so close to the end of the year, yeah, um, of how much further we have to go. And so that's that's where I'm hoping that we we continue to, you know. To, to push forward. Um, so if you have any thoughts on what we've discussed, let us know about it at facebook.com slash group slash tightsfights and at Tites fights on Twitter and Instagram. When we come back, we've got three things from wrestling we want to share with you. That's up next on Tights and Fights.
2: I listen to reading glasses because Bria and Mallory have great tips. You're a
1: comics reader and you want to use a library-connected app. You can try out Hoopla. I listen for the author interviews. I'm mad at myself that I waited as long as I did to start reading Joan Didion. They give me reading advice I didn't even know I needed. If you go in person to an event and go up to an author or a filmmaker or anybody and tell them what they, you don't like about their work, you're a trash baby. I, look, I understand you didn't like Heroes Season 3. That's fine.
0: <laughs> I like, I don't actually need to know that information. I'm Brea Grant. And I'm Mallory O'Mara.
2: We're Reading Glasses and we solve all your bookish problems every Thursday on Maximum Fun.
0: And Podcast.
1: And Welcome back to Tights and Fights. I'm Danielle Radford, and I'm joined today by Lindsay Kelp. and
0: Matt Ricardo.
1: This week, we want to end the show by sharing some of the joy of pro wrestling with you. This is the three count. One, two, three. Three, two, three. And Matt. Here, guests go first. What would you like to put over?
0: Right. I would like to put over a wrestling match, uh, shocker, from (laughs) 1974. A British wrestling match on the World of Sport between Les Kellett and a gentleman called Leon Arras, the man from Paris, which does not rhyme. So... Les Kelly was a British wrestler who worked during the 50s, 60s, 70s. He is very British in that. He is at the same time really silly and funny, but simultaneously fucking terrifying.
1: <laughs> um,
0: so the match is basically a comedy match. It's about 23 minutes long. So it's, it's, it's a slow burn, but it's full of really good little moments. It's got some really funny bits, but also it's got some really good, like, shit-hot technical wrestling. But I've chosen this particular match because of his opponent, Leon Arras, who people, British people of my age, will immediately recognise as a gentleman called Brian Glover. (gasps) And yes, (laughs) thank you, Kel. (laughs) So if you want a Renaissance man, right, I give you Brian Glover, working class man from Yorkshire in the north of England, started out as a pro wrestler, as a way to pay for his education, and then kept at it while at the same time teaching French and English in schools, then moved into acting was in some of the single most important films in, like, British film history. Regular characters in, like, beloved UK comedy shows. He worked with the Royal Shakespeare Company, the Royal National Theatre. He was in uh, Alien 3, American Werewolf in London. He was even in a Bollywood film. And he wrote over 20 plays and short films. Didn't stop working until his death in 1997. His gravestone reads, Brian Glover, wrestler, actor, writer.
2: Loving. Oh, that's Sheffield's lovely. own, Sheffield's own. Yes. Yeah, that's right. You claim that shit. You claim <laughs> will, it. Rep your city, Kelk. <laughs> <laughs> so Matt knows I'm really from just outside Doncaster. <laughs> all we've got is Jeremy Clarkson. So I will take oh, Brian Glover. yeah, uh, 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 I'll take Glover. I'll take it. Be better. Between on my left and in the blue corner from Barnsley, Leon Harris. His opponent on my right and in the red corner, ladies and gentlemen, from Bradford, Lynne mm.
1: Someone's over. <laughs> That's a great clip. you very much for sharing that and thanks for uh, sharing that life with us. That's super interesting. So next, Lindsay,
2: what would you like to put over? I kind of just want to talk about Brian Glover for like <laughs> the next few hours. I'm like, oh, I've made me sad. I'd forgotten he died. Um, it's national hero. National hero, Brian Glover. Um, so this is a video that Kenny Omega had made for his mm. entrance at Wrestle Kingdom 13, which according to the Star Wars-esque opening scroll of said video is not going to be used due to Circumstances outside of his control. Uh, A lot of you, I'm sure, will remember last year he had a whole big entrance um, prepared, ready to go, and then it just didn't happen. So poor Kenny, getting shafted. I know, getting shafted. But save it for double or nothing, Kenny. It's all going to be okay. Uh, But yes, we have a little clip of that, and I'll tell you about it after. Goodbye. Oh, and good Good night, night. bang. Oh Kenny, I mean, he's such a he's such a goober. I love him so much.
1: That's so cute. Uh,
2: but we know Kenny's a huge gamer. We know this. This is his thing that he does outside of wrestling. Um, so he filmed this little short in a in an actual video game retro video game shop in Japan with this little kid and his dad. Where uh, the little kid's buying a video game that's Kenny's Quest, um, and then he gets it. They do their little skit. It's hilarious. Uh, and then it cuts to the video game itself, which Kenny uh, developed with the guy that made Undertale, um, whose name is Toby Fox. That's awesome. Um, and they made it together so it's totally legit and it is is Kenny's quest to beat uh, his big boss at the end of the level who is, of course, his Russell Kingdom 13 uh, opponent. So just go check it out. It's awesome. I really... I love Kenny when he's his most Kenny. I agree. Um, and I'm sad that he won't get to show it on the big stage so... I want everyone
1: to go see it for him. Boo town. Um, so I'm an asshole. I'm putting over myself. Yay! Um, I did an article talking about women in wrestling for Vice Sports. Um, it is my biggest byline so far. Um, and so I would really appreciate, it's a really quick read, I would appreciate if everyone wouldn't mind giving me the clicks because the more y'all click um, stuff, the more they will hire me to make more things.
2: Yeah, um, more women
1: talking about women's wrestling. Yay! Yeah, and more women talking about women's wrestling. Which is nice, there should be more women writers who are into wrestling, talking about wrestling period, yep. um, but also it's very nice to get that perspective, you know, isn't it though, you know, and it's like there there's there's just there's so many of us, there's yeah. so many of us,
2: yeah, Hire it would be nice us. if you would let us talk about the thing that we like to talk about, please, please. especially when it involves us also, it'd be nice, you know. Gives more work to Ferguson. Yes. Gives
1: more work to Evans. Gives more work to Matheson. <laughs> like...
2: Go do it. Yeah. Click and share. Click yeah. and share. Click
1: and share if you liked it. All right so that does it for tights and fights we are a podcast on the maximum fun network this week your hosts were matt ricardo and Lindsay kelk along with me danielle radford matt thank you so much for joining us my pleasure um can you tell our listeners where they can find your work you
0: can find my work at matt uh my twitter is mattricardo one t and my instagram is the mattricardo, which makes me sound like a huge dick but the other one was taken <laughs> sorry
1: no
2: that's great that's perfect anyone do you have anything else you want to put out there no, Kelk, just come find me on the got internet. More books? I'm there all the time, writing seventeen books a day. Uh, <laughs> it's at Lindsay Kilk everywhere. I don't like to do my work, so I like to be on the internet a lot and now I've carpal tunnel from holding my phone too often. So come make my health worse, people. At Lindsay Kilk. Go
1: make her health worse. Um and of course, you know, I've got my um, I've got uh, my Patreon where we're doing things like watching movies together and all kinds of fun stuff. It's there was a little bit because was some some stuff happening in my personal life. So but we're back on track now, which I'm really excited about. Um, so go find me there. Our producer is Prince of the Spider-Verse, Julian Burrell. <laughs> I love you. He didn't even need spider
2: powers to get buff. <laughs> How jacked are you in 2019, Julian? What's your goal for 2019?
1: It's a uh, it's a rededication because I will not have a wedding to plan this year, so nice. I'll have a lot more time to go to the nice.
2: show. Nice. Are we looking at like a uh, an inch gain or a poundage gain or a body fat loss? There's no body it's fat. It's about on you. doing
1: what you, it's about doing what you can do. You don't you don't set specific goals. You set uh, milestones. Nice. So you just That's right. That. Nice. Um, the senior producer at Maximum Fun is Laura Swisher Mike Eagle is the voice behind our theme music as well So we're putting him over for that Keep up with us all week long at facebook.com Slash group slash tights fights And at tights fights on Twitter and on Instagram If you love the show Please remember to hit those five stars on Apple Podcasts And share us with all of your friends Thanks so much to the Max Fund members who make the show possible, and we will be back next week for more, you guessed it, wrestling. Tights and Bites
0: Podcast.
1: Maximumfun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist-owned. Listener-supported.